Vivi Marcuse, licensed by the Department of Financial Institutions, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504. Florida, LO76508. Georgia, 69178. Idaho, Nevada, 57237. Oregon, Tennessee, 184373. Texas, Washington, MLO237926. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done. When you're in need and don't know where to go, pick up the phone and call mom. All right, so welcome to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marku, and today I've got Heather Barkley Kilpatrick on with me. Heather, how you doing? I'm doing great, Deb. How are you? I am good. I am good. We have got an uh, amazing show today, lots of great information. Um, this is Mortgage Mom Radio. Mortgage Mom Radio is all about bringing you guys the education and information that you need. It is all very up-to-date. We're doing the shows weekly to make sure that we are bringing you, you know, things that are happening within mm-hmm. the economy. So last week, weekend show or last week's show, I talked about the Fed and the inflation and increasing the interest rate. You know, I did that on a Monday. They made the announcement on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I got everybody ready. I said, brace, get prepared. <laughs> it's going to be a three quarter, three quarter percent hike. And they did it. Yeah. So um, we're trying to bring you guys information as it comes, as the economy's changing, as the world is changing, mm-hmm. all of the you know pieces of the puzzle to make sure we keep you and your family moving forward into greener pastures. Right. Good (laughs) idea. (laughs) That's the important stuff. That's the important stuff. So today we're talking about um, quite a few things. The actual show is labeled Notice of Default. Uh, We have been working with quite a few clients here recently that have uh, actually received a Notice of Default Mm -hmm. and they've got a trustee trustee sale uh, that is coming. It's on the way. So we're going to kind of talk about that today. I think it's important for people to understand what that is or what does that mean when they get that. Um, If you ignore it, it does not go away. Uh, But furthermore, I also want to make an announcement too, because we have been gaining more and more product as we go. Yeah, Uh, we, you know, we started doing equity lines of credit, Mm -hmm. equity loans, which are great, especially if you've got a really low interest rate, you're looking to tap into some equity, which we all have right now. uh, But you don't really want to refinance, you don't want to get rid of that super super low low rate. Yeah, exactly. That great rate that you've got on a nice big balance, right? Mm hmm. If you don't have a mortgage at all and you want to pull out some cash, obviously you want to do a fixed rate first mortgage. It's going to be lower than what an equity loan might be. You know, an equity line isn't going to be fixed. It's going to be adjustable. But that's something that we'll talk to you about your personal situation and figure out what the best, you know, way of moving forward would be. Uh, But on top of these equity uh, lines and loans and bridge loans that we started (laughs) doing, uh, we are now also doing reverse mortgage. So that is super super exciting. Yes. Uh, we've had quite a few people call us over the years looking for help for a reverse mortgage, and we have not been able to help them. So unfortunately, we had to say no and, you know, kind of get them on their way, moving towards somebody else, uh, hoping that that person was going to take care of them the same way that we would. And we now have that as an additional, uh, you know, piece in our you know, what is that tool in the belt? Or something? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a, a new tool in the tool belt. Uh, that's what we'll call it. Yeah. Uh, so reverse mortgage, guys, if you're out there and you've been thinking about it and you need our help, we are more than welcome to help you with that. Um, We're happy to help you with that and, and get you rolling forward. So 
Um, today, let's see, she says, great program for the right person. So that was Heidi. I do mm-hmm. want to remind everybody, this is an interactive show. If you guys are watching the show, we want you to comment. We want you to jump on. We want you to tell us hello. Let us know that you're watching. And we want you to ask us your questions. I would love to answer those for you. I did not send out a text message today because I sent out a text message yesterday about our upcoming workshop to make sure that anybody that wanted to get a ticket did get a ticket. So again, as I've promised, I will not spam you. I will not send you multiple text messages in one week's time. We want to make sure that we are getting those out to you randomly, a little bit further and far between. We don't want you to feel like you're getting a ton of unwanted text messages. But next week when we go live, I will send out that text. So if you want to know when we go live, you want to interact, you want to be part of the show, text the word mom, that's M-O-M, to 844 935 3634. That is the number that you will text the word mom. That will opt you in and you will get our text messages. And again, I try my very hardest not to spam you. Uh, So you're going to get maybe one text message a week from us, either with a link letting you know that we have gone live or uh, with some valuable information like a workshop that would be coming up, get your tickets now, you know, important things of that nature that we can do to help you. Now we do have tons of workshops. That's the other Mm -hmm. thing that we need to make sure that we um, are letting you all know. So our most recent workshop is Saturday, June the 25th at 9 a.m. If you are listening to this show via radio, you guys already missed that homebuyer workshop because we are a week behind on radio mm-hmm. as far as the shows that come out to you guys. We're recording live on YouTube. You can watch us do it every single week. You can interact and be part of the show. But if you're listening by radio, you guys are behind just a little bit. Now, I did already get on the books. It's ready to go. You guys can RS. SVP for our next home buyer workshop, which is going to be Sunday afternoon on uh, August. August 14th, I go. believe. <laughs> um, so I will go back and I will double check that during the break and confirm it for you. But you guys can get your tickets right now. It's going to be a great event, tons of fun, home buyer workshop. Number one, you guys, we play games, we give away things like a free appraisal. Mm-hmm. Um, so you do want to be there for that. Uh, this one is going to be a Sunday afternoon. The one in June was uh, breakfast, and it's hard sometimes uh, to get out at 9 a.m. on a Saturday morning. <laughs> your day off. Right. Who wants to be up at early and and driving out? Exactly. So this one's going to be a Sunday afternoon at one o'clock. It's going to be uh, wine, cheese, charcuterie. Um, So uh, what better way to learn than to have a glass of wine, some snacks and spend your Sunday afternoon with us and also having the opportunity to possibly win yourself uh, some prizes and as much as a free appraisal. And guys, appraisals are not cheap. They're anywhere from like five to six hundred dollars. So that is definitely something you don't want to miss. You guys can come out, like I said, learn, drink your wine, have your snacks. Uh, It'll be a great day. So if you do want to get your tickets to that, the best way to get the link to RSVP would be to text RSVP or workshop. You can text either one to 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. Text the word RSVP or workshop and you will get the link to go ahead and be able to get those 
tickets for our August homebuyer workshop. It's going to be a good one. We definitely want to see you guys come on out for that. Now, it does cost you $25 a ticket for every single person that comes through the door. You do have to have a ticket. And the reason for that is that we are going to be, like I said, serving you guys wine and snacks and giving you guys hours of education and information and giving you the opportunity. There will be three different raffles uh, for a free appraisal. So mm -hmm. not a bad deal for $25. Come on out and join the day. Have a great time with us. We're looking forward to it. So we are going to quickly take a break. And when we get back, the show is called Notice of Default. And we're going to go through that right now because people are starting to get those letters in the mail. Uh, after the Notice of Default, well, they, they will get the Notice of Trustee Sale. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. And then we're going to talk about what your options are, opportunities to try to rectify that to save your home. And if you can't save your home, then what's the next option for you? So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right, so welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I am Debbie Marcoux, and today I've got Heather Barkley Kilpatrick with me, and we are talking notices of default, notice of trustee sale. What are some options that you have available to you to try to save your home? What are the opportunities? And worst case scenario, what path do you go down? Why are we talking about this today, Heather? What have you seen <laughs> recently, you know, with, um, you know, as we've just kind of been moving yeah. through our normal day, our normal processes? What have you been you answer the phones you, you take a lot of the calls I right do, yeah so what are you feeling what's happening what are they calling what are they calling about what, what are you hearing I think there's a lot of people out there that um, are having a hard time making their mortgage payments and or maybe they were in some sort of forbearance or loan modification or something like that and now the time has come for them to make their payment and or they really relied on COVID help and assistance and they got through it but now they're stuck there's no more assistance. There's no more. We're rarely seeing loan modifications or forbearance anymore. Um, and moratorium's the, over. Moratorium's over. And the minute it was over, like a, you know, just a bomb was dropped, there were a lot of notice of defaults filed on people who hadn't made payments. And I've seen them not make a payment since 2019, pretty much when COVID started. Maybe they started in like November, December 2019, but by the time it got to them to where they were going to file a notice of, of default, the moratoriums came in and so everything was stopped um they've never gotten it taken care of maybe they're just not in a position to get it taken care of and now it's here and right. people are panicking because they don't know what it is and they don't know what to do yeah now we've seen a lot to be honest with you we've mm -hmm. seen a lot of self-employed borrowers and both w-2 borrowers mm -hmm. just a normal salary borrower why are yeah. we seeing both so this mm -hmm. is not something that is just you know oh well it's the self-employed it's yeah. not specific in any mm -hmm. way uh, many people like you mentioned um had some 
some issues during COVID, lost their jobs, mm-hmm. haven't been reemployed again yet. Um, but we had a foreclosure moratorium that they did where they said, if, you know, we absolutely cannot foreclose on people right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Stop it. Halt right. it. It's not possible. And so, you know, they've gone now almost two years, if right. not longer, without making a mortgage payment. And that mm-hmm. is whether it's a first mortgage or an equity line of credit. And many times the equity lines of credit get forgotten, right? So you think that, you know, well, your first mortgage, they're cool with it. You're not making payments and you forget to call or you forget Mm -hmm. to deal with the second or maybe you haven't received anything. You haven't been making payments, but you haven't received anything in the mail. You haven't seen anything show up on your credit report. So you're thinking you kind of skated by. They forgot about (laughs) me. Um, They haven't forgot about you guys. They haven't. So, you know, like like Heather mentioned, you know, Mm -hmm. they did the moratorium. So they were not allowed to file a notice of default. So number one, um, and and that is for anybody that was having issues prior to and after COVID. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter uh, who you are. It doesn't, you know, but they had a moratorium, which means if they were ready to file, they couldn't. And throughout this last two years, if they needed to file, they couldn't. So now we're starting to get people that are going to get filed on or they have been filed on. So let's talk about what is a notice of default. Okay. And one thing I want to make everybody aware of is this is not state specific. This is throughout the United States with the moratorium the government came in and said, basically said to the lender, if you have a borrower, a homeowner that is not making payments on their home or is more than a specific amount of time late on their home, you, the lender, can't do anything with them right now. We are in a COVID moratorium. Everything is on hold. So what that basically means is they weren't allowed to do anything. Then all of a sudden, the moratoriums these last six months have started to be lifted, and now we're stuck with a bunch of borrowers that still can't afford to make their payments, were late prior, and, you know, were able to hold on to it because of the moratorium. So where are they at? So basically what happens is when you are a homeowner and you have any type of loan on a property, and I want to make sure that everybody understands this because... I've seen some crazy stuff come through. Even if you have a a traditional type of a loan, um, whether it's a conventional FHA, or you have a HELOC, which is a home equity line of credit, or you have a hard money loan, if you default on those payments, in other words, if you stop making that payment, sometimes if you make a partial payment, and it's not agreed upon between you and the lender, after 90 days or three months missed payments, they're going to publicly file and that's very important, public notice. We all know, okay? You are in default on your home. It's called a notice of default. What it means is you're behind on your payment. You need to come current. If you don't, at a future date, they're gonna issue you a trustee sale. At that point, the property will potentially go back to the bank. So right now, we're seeing all those people that were behind, um, or even if you just started getting behind this year, you're getting those notice of defaults, and they're calling saying, what does that mean to us? It right. means a lot to right. you guys. Pay attention to them. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you may not, the, the standard rule of thumb is mm-hmm. take away everything that's gone down, a national pandemic, yeah. you know, o- over a worldwide pandemic, I think I, we should call it, yeah. um, over the last, you know, couple of years. Take all of that away. Mm-hmm. And what is a normal timing, right? You miss one payment and you are immediately considered in default. Correct. I hope everybody knows that. It's not, you know, well, I'm not in default until, 
bill X amount of time. I'm only 30 days late. Right. No, that, that <laughs> that's it, default. Yes. You are literally in default the day yeah. you get behind. But what yeah. the timelines are is that after 90 days, they can issue you a notice of default. Mm -hmm. From there, it is typically another 90 days before they will issue you the notice of trustee sale, which mm -hmm. is basically giving you the date that they are going to foreclose on your property, whether it goes to the courthouse Correct. house steps and they're selling it at auction mm -hmm. or whether they're just going to take it back, turn it over, get it to an asset manager, list it and sell it. No matter what that bank's processes and procedures are, it's typically total six months, 90 days, 90 days. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people have had a lot more than 90 days and because right. of the moratorium. Mm -hmm. And so now they're getting these notices of default and they're not taking them seriously. Right. And so number one, I want to make sure that everybody understands if you get one, take it very seriously. It mm -hmm. is very, very serious. Um, it's not going to go away. It's not. And when we say bunch, Mm -hmm. So I want to also go back on that. I don't want anybody here on, you know, by radio or YouTube listening to our show and thinking, oh my God, the world's <laughs> coming to an end. Everybody's no. getting their notice of default, right? <laughs> Nobody's making payments. Um, that's not true. You guys no. have to remember that they have put this on hold for over two years. Right. So we have people that should have received these notices over normal course of time that never received them. Mm -hmm. And so now they're just starting to get them because every everything was on hold. Right. So obviously there's going to be kind of a big rush of it and then it's going to peter off back into normal processes. Mm -hmm. um, so for example, and to give you guys bunches what that word means, <laughs> it's a lot to us because we haven't seen it in so long, yeah. but is it really a lot? No, it's not. No. Uh, so for example, just last week in the entire state of California, we pulled it up yesterday, yeah. there was something like 230, mm -hmm. 230 134 or something brand new notices of default so where heather says this is public knowledge and a lot of people come to us and go well how do you know <laughs> well that's my favorite question right how do you know, how well, do you know about this yes yeah, so, so somebody filed it and made yeah. it public for everybody yeah. to see um that they have to yeah and i think that's something important for you to know as as the homeowner and the borrower your lender has to file that public notice to alert you and to alert everybody they will also or should also um be notified you either you know personally coming to the door with COVID we're really not seeing that we're seeing a lot of these notices um, being mailed out to the bar to you as the homeowner um, a lot of people are not getting them or it's something that they should have gotten six or seven months ago and maybe they just overlooked it and they didn't get it so you know it's really important if you got something from your lender and it's sitting there unopened on the counter because you don't want to know what it is. Open, open it, it up. <laughs> <laughs> open it. Open it up and yeah. find out what it is. Yeah. What is it saying? And if you mm -hmm. don't understand, we are mortgage moms. We are here to help mm -hmm. you. That is what we do. We give you the education and the information that you need to get your family moving forward in the right direction. Mm -hmm. The right direction might be helping you save your home. And we, we're going to give you those steps and, and help to get there. It might might be selling your home to get the equity out of the property. Don't let your don't let your credit go. Mm -hmm. Don't don't allow a foreclosure on your credit report. If you have a foreclosure on your credit report, you're only going to make the amount of time that you have available that you have to wait to become a homeowner again. It just it just gets pushed out and pushed out and your credit just 
it, it, it's just terrible. It just literally gets destroyed. So if you have equity in your home and there's no way, there are no opportunities available for you to be able to stay in that property or save that home, do not let it foreclose. Get it sold, get your money out and move forward. Um, but with that, we're going to keep talking about this. I think it's a really great thing. We're talked about notices of default. Like mm -hmm. I said, we're going to talk about notice of trustee sale. Yep. So what happens when you get that letter? Then we're going to talk about some of the things that you can do to save your home. Yeah. So um, some of the notices that we've seen, mm -hmm. you know, where it's saying that you cannot reinstate. That some was of them a that's, new one yes. for me. And I've done this for 30 years and I've never seen a notice say that you can't, you do not have the opportunity to reinstate your loan. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> and I actually made the phone call with the client today and said, is this for real? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're not above helping you on that. If it's something we don't even know that I haven't seen, I will find out yeah. the best I can what it is. Absolutely. So <laughs> so we're going to talk about some of those notices, what we're seeing, what we're reading, what we're hearing when we're calling the banks with you on conference call. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, we're, we're going to make sure that you guys know what the best paths are to move forward from here. So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right, so welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marcoux, and today I've got Heather Barkley Kilpatrick here. Mm -hmm. uh, she is on my team, and she is one of my mortgage moms, and she is helping us um, on all of the real estate stuff. She's our licensed real estate agent yep. in the house, uh, in, in the office, and uh, she's been through just as much as I have going all the way back. Maybe she might have a year or two more on me, um, but most of her time is in the field of real estate, yeah. most of my time in the field of mortgage, but both both of us having done both sides of yes. the puzzle. I've been around since, you know, our um, earthquake that we had in 94 mm -hmm. uh, properties here in our area in Southern California uh, dropping. We had a horrible yeah. recession because of that earthquake. It was a pocket. It mm -hmm. wasn't something that went across the nation because obviously we natural had the disaster. earthquake, natural yeah. disaster. Uh, but we were there. We were selling homes. We were short selling. We were mm -hmm. working on behalf of our clients. Heather was doing exactly the same thing. She was also taking taking uh, real estate uh, listings mm -hmm. from banks mm -hmm. and doing foreclosure listings. Right. So you were also, you know, uh, serving clients with, you know, hey, yes. you got to move, uh, cash yes. for keys, you know, lockouts, we, lockouts yes, uh, calling yeah. the sheriff's department. So we, we have a lot of we have a lot of between experience. Of yes, between the two of us. <laughs> and, you know, I went through uh, in the mortgage industry in, you know, 06, 07, mm -hmm. 08, where we were doing, um, you know, the harp refinances to try to get people caught up, loan modifications. So we have all of this experience to talk to you about this today and what your best opportunities are for moving forward. So right before the break, we were talking about notice of 
default. So if you've received a notice of default in the mail, if you've received a letter in the mail that you haven't opened, it's sitting on your countertop unopened from your bank and you have not been making mortgage payments, I would highly suggest that you get that letter opener and open it up and read it. If you don't know what it's saying, you don't understand it, please reach out to us and let us help you. We are here. Again, we're an independent third party. We're Mortgage Mom Radio. We're education. We're information. And if we can help you save your home, we're going to do that by all means necessary. We're going to do anything we can do to help you. Um, But call us and let us guide you through the process. We are not your lender. So one thing that we were talking about during the break, you know, Heather (laughs) reached over to me really quick and she said, we need to make sure people know that the asset manager isn't, you know, that the notice of trustee sale that they get is not their bank. Okay. So before we even get into that, we Uh talked about notice of of default. You get the notice of default. You got 90 days to try to rectify. Yes. From there, you get the notice of trustee sale. Yes. Now, today... So, so to put it in perspective, from zero to 90, at that 90th day, you're going to get issued a notice of default. Correct. From 91, okay, for another um, three months, you have to come current. If you don't, so you're talking a total of six months, you're going to be issued a notice of trustee sale. And what that's going to have on it is a date, a time, and a location. Your If you're loan is not either reinstated, you know, paid up, reinstated, or paid, paid in, in full, full. Mm-hmm. Um, your house is going to sell August 1st at eight o'clock on the courthouse steps at such and such county. Now, so let's talk about that, yeah. whether you reinstate or yes. you pay in full. So yes. on your notice of default letter that you get, <laughs> yeah. what is that notice of default telling them when they read it? So basically the notice of default, so so first of all, and I kind of want to make everybody aware, so when you ha- when you get a home loan, you have your lender, right? So everybody has their lender. Their lender also notices you at that time that they have somebody called a trustee, okay? That trustee acts on their behalf should the loan go into default or for a couple other things. When you get your notice of default, you're getting it from the trustee. It's not lender sending you, it's trustee on behalf of, okay? It's, I want to so make sure. it's kind of almost like an attorney for the bank. Correct. Right? Best Correct. way to explain it. Yes, they're a middleman kind yes. of. So you're going to get a notice and it's going to have, you know, who owns the property, the property address, you are in default, um, you need to bring this current. You this know, is your loan this that's is your in loan default. This is that's in default. This is how much the amount is that's owed. It might have your original terms of loan, such as the date the loan was taken out, what the original amount was, but somewhere on there, they will have how much you owe as of the date of that filing. And I want to make sure everybody understands that number that's on there goes up every day. You've got interest on that loan. You've got fees accruing now. If that lender happens to pay taxes for you because maybe you have impounds, and by that I mean in your monthly payment, you're paying your taxes and your insurance. Well, now that you're not making that payment, you're not paying your taxes or your insurance. That lender is going to pay those for you and generally keep those current. So now you've got taxes, you've got your homeowner's insurance, possibly attorney's fees, any other legal fees or filing fees, they're going to tack all of that on as they happen. So maybe you're like, well, I'm only behind $10,000 in my payments, but it's showing me I owe $30,000. Right. Yep. Yeah. Because you got fees. Um, and I actually had one of the loan servicing companies, he and I went over that today with the client on the phone. So just to confirm you're still doing that. Yeah, they're still doing that. Um, so you're going to see, you know, basically what it is that you're in default on, and they're going to tell you, 
sometimes I'm starting to see where they say, I do have a couple that say you cannot reinstate. So that was the piece that I really wanted. Yeah. So number one, I, I love that you're taking us through this. And, mm-hmm. and please, again, you guys, if you haven't made payments and you've got letters in the mail, please, yeah, please open, open them up. up. Please mm-hmm. open them up. They're very important to give you the information you need to right. take the steps you need to fix. Right. And I do want to mm-hmm. reiterate, yeah. we are not in a situation right now where the world is crumbling no. because we're having this conversation. There are people mm-hmm. who are struggling. When mm-hmm. we first got into the pandemic I was doing my shows on please continue to make your payments if at all possible please continue to make your mortgage payments please don't take the forbearance please don't go into deferment if you can afford to make the payment if you can cut something else out please do that unfortunately there were people that were just in a position that they had to they Mm -hmm. lost the job things happened right when I talk about 200 notices of default were filed in the state of California last week That's in the last seven days. Uh, That's at least the notices that we've received that Mm -hmm. we see publicly, right? right? Um, That is nothing when you look at the amount of homes in an entire state Mm -hmm. of California. Now, why are we doing this show though? Because we are across the nation. Mortgage Mm -hmm. Mom Radio is across the nation. So you take 200 last week, you take, you know, however many over 800 over the last month and that's mm-hmm. in one state and this is this is nationwide guys so there are many of you who are our listeners who are listening to radio listening to podcast listening to youtube facebook wherever you like to watch us mm-hmm. who might be in a position that you need our help so this is not to scare anybody things are not coming down in in rain no. buckets <laughs> um, we're not going to start seeing you know massive foreclosures hit the market yeah. Uh, The majority of what we are seeing come through our doors are number one, people who have gone through a very rough time. Divorce. Yes. And that's what I was going to say. Whether it have been lost a job, business folded because of a pandemic, Mm -hmm. went through a divorce, might have gotten into some sort of horrible medical accident of some kind, hasn't been able to pay. They're still in a position where either they can't or maybe they're now in a position where they can start to get caught up. Most of these people have a ton of equity in their home. Yes. I'm talking a ton of equity. Like maybe they <laughs> owe three or $400,000 on a property that's worth a million, a million five. Yeah. I'm getting ready for my home buyer workshop and I'm doing my PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> and one of the things that I always do is I pull the median home prices for you know, yeah. for for the day. And so just to give you guys an idea, the median home price in Los Angeles County was, uh, Jen, I gave it to you today. It was a million bucks, wasn't it? It was like a million something. Oh, that's right. 800,000. a few years ago? Uh, 600. I was going to say. 620 <laughs> in 2019. And we were at yeah. 840 today in LA County. Now, yeah. Washington, guys, Seattle. Oh. Ready? For all of our Seattle listeners, your average median Home price, list price, I did list price yeah, for sale, mm-hmm. was over 900000 Las Vegas from 2019 when it was in the 200s is now in the high 400s. It was like yeah. 490. So everybody has equity. So buyers, if you guys haven't bought a home yet, this is not something that you guys should be thinking, cool, I'm going to sit and wait. I'm going to sit and wait it out because all these guys are coming. Guys, they're not coming. They have opportunities to get out of the problem, out of the hole that they're in. Yes, Mm -hmm. they can sell and they can walk away with equity. Um, Now we can talk about doing loans too, right? Yeah. 
So let's talk about if you're one of these people Mm -hmm. and you've got a loan. Mm -hmm. So the first thing you're gonna do is look at your notice of default and you're going to confirm whether or not you have an opportunity to reinstate or you cannot. So let's talk about reinstate. What does that mean? Every dollar that you owe, including whatever continues to accrue until you pay based on your letter, Mm -hmm. you have to pay back in order for your lender to allow you to now start, pick up where you left off, and continue to make payments as usual. Right. Now there are some loans and there are some lenders that will tell you that you do not have an opportunity to reinstate. Mm-hmm. Once you have missed your payments and you're at the position or in the position that you are in, they will literally tell you, you are done. We, we want you, we want paid off. We are calling your note due, that is it. We don't wanna deal with you any longer. Mm-hmm. Pay us off what you owe us so we don't go to foreclosure, but don't think you're gonna continue to keep your loan. So even if you can come up with the money that you need to pay them back for the back, what you owe backwards, Correct. you actually have to come up with the entire amount that you owe them, your entire loan amount, and all of the interest and all of the accrued fees and everything else. So what do you do in that situation? Well, number one, what are the most of the loans that you're seeing mm-hmm. that are saying can't reinstate? Hard money loans. Yes. So, and everybody goes, oh, well, that's a hard money loan. But you know what's interesting is it's the only loan on the property. Right. So, so maybe they had a business, maybe they were struggling during COVID or something and they turned to hard money. Um, there was some pretty good things kind of being offered with hard money a few years ago, but now that loan is due or it was due because they're generally short term loans to get you out of something to where you can get into something better at a later date. Right. So we're not talking bad on hard money. As a matter of fact, many of you Mm -hmm. that are listening to this um, who might be having a hard time, Mm -hmm. need to get caught up, can't reinstate, need a loan to pay off what you owe. We may actually turn towards hard money for you if that's going to save you and your property, right? However, Mm -hmm. hard money, once you go negative, that is it. Yeah, there's they, no forgiving. They, there's no forgiveness. <laughs> They're not going to let you reinstate no. that loan. They're not going to let you pay back what you owe and then continue to move forward like nothing ever happened. Right. Uh, they're typically hard money's looking for someone that's got a lot of equity in their property. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if they have to take the opportunity of foreclosure, oh boy, do they oh do it with boy. a smile on their face. And that's why they don't want to reinstate. They want your property and they're going to turn around and sell it and take that cash. Yes. Yeah. Now it's been 50-50 part of the time that I've been seeing come across my desk where home equity lines and loans will either allow or not allow to be reinstated. Many of those, it seems like they're not allowing them on the ones that are past their draw periods. Mm -hmm. So how does a home equity line of credit work? Well, we do these all the time. We write them for you. If you guys are looking for one, we Mm -hmm. can do it. But let's talk about their 10 years, then right, their draw period. So I'll let you explain that a bit. So basically what your your HELOC or your home equity line of credit is, is it's it's a a, cre- a line of credit against your home. Usually we see them as seconds. I have been seeing them as the, again, the only loan on the property. Um, and what they do is they're drawn for usually a term of 10 years. Generally, it's an interest only payment. Um, and generally the interest is a little bit higher than say market rates are. Um, so what happens is, is you have a draw period. And what that means is there's an amount of time that you can pull that money out. Think of kind of like a credit card. Okay, you have a $50,000 limit. You can pull out your 50000 
$2,000 for a certain amount of time. After that time, they cut it off. And then you start paying back um, that loan. With you know, principal and with interest principal to get it interest. paid off. Yeah. And many, yeah. most of the time, it's usually 20 years. Okay. So, you know, you've got a 20-year term mm -hmm. where you have to pay it off. And you've got a 10-year draw. Now, some equity lines will actually give you the 10-year draw. And it is truly a balloon yes. at the end of the 10 years. Yes. So we've been seeing that a lot of those that are getting past their draw period, whether it's a balloon or whether you're in your repayment phase, mm -hmm. they are not allowing the reinstatement. Right. So if you are uh, if you are receiving a notice of default because of an equity line or equity loan, mm -hmm. how you know something that would be in second position, not first mortgage, mm -hmm. then you really need to deal with it and you need to deal with it quickly and you need to be very aware of the dates that they're giving you prior to notice of trustee sale. Um, so, you know, for example, the one that you saw today, they've yes. got a notice of default. Yes. Um, they're saying it cannot be reinstated. Correct. Absolutely cannot. They no. will not allow. No. So it doesn't matter even if the payments could be made to bring it current. They're not going to allow it to, to move forward. They want it paid. They're already marketing it as without an auction. as an auction. So you can find it on Zillow, right? Absolutely. As That's an auction, <laughs> you can find it on yes. Zillow as an auction. The person still living there hasn't agreed to sell his home and he's being listed for sale yes. um, for auction and yes. he's gone until July. Um, so, you know, as of July, mm -hmm. It's going to auction and there's going to be a date put on that home for that auction. Right. So you have to be very aware and make sure that you are doing something. Please, again, like I said before, do not ignore it. Take mm -hmm. care of it. Now. Wait, one thing I want to yeah. add to that is we're talking about HELOCs and hard money. And generally those would be like maybe seconds. Just because a HELOC is filing, maybe it is their second. And you say, oh, well, I have a first. It's not going to go because I have a first. It will go. If that second issues you a notice of default, so you have a condition, let's say you have a 30-year conventional first and a second HELOC, and that HELOC files a notice of default on you, they absolutely will take you to foreclosure. That second just assumes your first loan. So in other words, let's say you have a $300,000 first and you have you know a $50,000 second. That HELOC assumes that $300,000 first with your lender and they do take you to foreclosure. Right. And why would they want to do that? Well, they want to do that because mm -hmm. there's equity, equity in your home, home and they can get paid. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that a lot of us might have a misrepresentation from yes. was the last fall, right? The last <laughs> yeah. 2007 issues, Seconds right? Seconds didn't do anything. They did nothing. Didn't do anything, why? Because there was no money in it for them. There was no equity. No. Every single person who wasn't making payments, who couldn't afford their homes, mm -hmm. didn't have equity. They were upside down. They owed more than it was worth. Right. The second had they... Had they elected to foreclose would have gotten absolutely nothing right. they would have gone away silently and quietly mm -hmm. right yeah and they would have gotten nothing the first mortgage that's why it's called a first and second mm -hmm. the first will always take precedence and gets paid off first mm -hmm. so right now in a position that we're in at this moment in time is that all of you homeowners everybody who has bought a home has equity in your property. So if you have a second that is in second position and first mortgage takes precedence and you haven't made payments on that second and there's equity in your home, they are in a better position to get their money back by doing something right now mm -hmm. rather than waiting down the road for 
you know, maybe a crazy market crash. You just never know, but they're in a better place to take it today. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure that you are taking care of that. The other thing that somebody can come after you for is your homeowners association dues. I don't know if all of you are aware of that, but if you live in a condo or you live in a home and you've got association fees and that was the thing that you stopped paying because that what you just Mm -hmm. couldn't afford to pay it they can take you to foreclosure as well. And we're starting to see those notices of uh, default come through our doors um, also. So if you might think, I'm fine with the bank. (laughs) And a lot of people are. You called your bank. Mm -hmm. You made good with them. You made up. They put what you owed at the back of the Mm -hmm. loan. They they told you, cool, just start making your payments again. Make those three payments on time and Mm -hmm. you're good to go, right? But that doesn't mean that you're good with your association. And that doesn't mean you're good if you had a second or an equity line. So you need to make sure that you are opening all of your mail if it is addressed to you and make sure that you are are taking care of what you owe. If you Mm -hmm. owe money with your association, call them. Mm -hmm. Call them. Figure out what can you do. Make a payment arrangement. Do whatever you have to do necessary. Or call us and let us help you and, and try to figure out what what the yeah. opportunity is. And I will note too, I, I mentioned earlier that if you have a payment that includes your taxes and your insurance, it generally doesn't include your homeowners association. So don't assume that your lender's paying that. Uh, I have never written a loan no. that had the association mm-hmm. fees included. No. Um, Fannie doesn't allow it. Freddie doesn't allow it. Yeah. it. Nobody will service it that way. So um, it's not even a generally, it's uh, a most likely yeah. not. So don't assume <laughs> yeah. your lender's making that payment like they are. Oh, Heather said taxes and insurance, completely different situation. Right. So just make sure. And the other thing that we've seen too is that we have a lot of people say, well, I talked with my first and I modified my first. Mm -hmm. So I thought that they were also doing my second. I I thought that they were rolling. (laughs) I thought it was all included. Yes. I thought they were rolling the second in and they were getting me all caught up Mm -hmm. so that I could start moving forward with a fresh, a fresh slate. Mm -hmm. Look at guys, if you have a lender on the first, they're dealing with themselves. They're taking care of number one. If you have a number two, you need to handle it with number two. And if you have a number three, you got to handle it with number three. Mm-hmm. You, They're not, nobody's going to assume the other's loan. Nobody's going to pay the other person off. Nobody's going to bring you up to date or get you consolidated. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you are contacting each individual person that you owe money to, that you have missed payments and make sure you're opening your mail. That is just the most important part of all of it. And number two, if you guys want help, if you're getting these letters, you're getting these notices, you don't understand what they mean you want to stay in your home you don't want to sell you want to keep it chances are staying in your home is the least expensive direct route mm-hmm. uh, to recovering yeah. and moving is not recovering it, it, it's expensive to move going and buying something new today is more than what you bought yours for before your property taxes are more mm-hmm. everything is more expensive if you sell your home and try to go buy again might that be the only chance that some people have? Yeah. Yes. But do you want to try to avoid that at all costs? Explore every option. Yes. (laughs) I've said that probably 20 times a day to clients. Let's explore every option that you have, you know, starting with. Right. And then let's talk about what those Mm -hmm. options are. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned. We're going to take a super quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk about the options available to try to keep the house in place. So we'll be right back.
All right, so welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marcoux, and this is Heather Barkley Kilpatrick. She is on my team. And today we are talking about notices of default, notice of trustee sale, mm -hmm. what happens when you get that letter in the mail, what can we do to try to help you, and, you know, please, please take it very seriously. Uh, one thing I do want to mention again is I want to make sure that people that are listening by radio or watching us on YouTube or listening, you know, Podcast. via podcast I want you guys to understand again that this show is not because everything is coming pouring down it's coming raining down um, I, I don't want you to believe that if you've never bought a home before that your opportunities right around the corner you're gonna be able if you wait if you sit and you wait and you're patient, uh, that you're going to be able to find something for cheaper because all these people are mm -hmm. going to lose their homes. Mm -hmm. um, you're absolutely 100% off your rocker. That's not going to happen. That's coming from me, mom, my mortgage mom. Uh, I like that term. Is it is it technical? Off your rocker? Off your rocker. I love it. You are off your rocker if you think that is going to happen. Industry Guys, term. what are we talking about in this show? Let's put two and two together. We're talking about what can we do to help you save your home? Why? Because like I said right before break, it is more expensive to go buy something new. So the easy way out, right, for everybody, easy way out, stake that for sale sign in the front yard mm -hmm. and sell the home. Take your equity, pay off all your debts, get yourself caught up, go buy another house, right? Sure. That's the easy route. But you're going to buy the same house that you just sold for more money. You're buying it at today's prices, which is higher in property taxes. Yes. You're getting a new homeowner's insurance policy, which is at a new rate because mm -hmm. insurance has gone up. Everything yep. has gone up, guys. Yeah. Everything, including interest rates. So, you know, the chances of you being able to secure the exact same home, even if you live in a community that is a cookie cutter community and everybody's got mm -hmm. the same floor plans, for you to go buy your same floor plan across the street mm -hmm. will cost you significantly more money every month. So what is the best thing that you can possibly do that is to try to save your home? Buyers, if they're all trying to save their homes, they don't <laughs> Don't want to turn around and sell then our inventory is still staying low mm -hmm. interest rates are continuing to climb mm -hmm. um you're sitting on the fences and waiting is not the game plan it is no. absolutely not the game plan um interest rates today are lower than what they're going to probably be more than likely i don't have the crystal ball but more than likely lower than where they'll be next year um yeah. values home values they're still talking appreciation. I know. Even if we don't get appreciation, <laughs> we get nothing. Let's say that we decline 20%. Let's mm -hmm. just say. Sure. 20%, I think, is something that we might see over the next couple of years, possibly, considering the fact that we're going into a recession. Remember that if you guys go and you ask Mr. Google Pants, do property values drop during recessions? The answer is no. The only time that it dropped during recession was 07. That was mm -hmm. it. And the reason for that is because the freaking housing <laughs> created the bubble. The housing created the yeah. recession. This time, the housing is not creating the recession. Every single loan that I have done for people, they have had to qualify for. Whether yeah. they're self-employed and didn't show tax returns, but they sh still showed me 24 months of bank statements. That's 24 yeah. months of deposits yeah. that we calculated and then we only gave them 50% mm -hmm. of those deposits because we assumed their business to cost them 50% right. of their earnings, right? 
Versus so, 2007. Right, where anybody <laughs> with a heartbeat and I a make good credit score. 250000 a year and I'd like a home loan, please. Right, right. Uh, uh, sure, I, uh, here. Sure, here you go. Zero down. Zero down. Zero down. So that is not happening this time. Every person that owns a home can afford that home unless they went through something crazy mm-hmm. like business folding because of a pandemic or right. lost the job and they're not reinstated or maybe went through, you know, a divorce or somebody got very ill and there's medical bills, very normal things. So people aren't losing their homes in droves. So they're going to stay in their homes, which is going to keep values stable. Mm-hmm. Properties are going to stay stable. Interest rates are going to go up. Homes are going to get more expensive. Do not sit on the sidelines. That is what I'm telling you. That is mom's mom's big mortgage advice for today. Um, but getting back to it, I just want to make sure again, I, I feel like I don't want anybody to take this show as the, the world's coming to, coming. yes, and it's the world's not, coming yeah. to an end. Yeah. It's not. There are people that are hurting and yeah. we're here to help everybody. And next week we'll talk about mm-hmm. another t- topic and subject for our home buyers or for our refinance clients or mm-hmm. for our reverse mortgage, you know, um, clients that are, are just, you know, trying to retire and mm-hmm. their home is their yeah. source of retirement, right? Yep. So that's their vehicle. So we're talking about something new every week. And this is just a topic that because moratorium's done, we're about three months past moratorium. Yeah. So everybody that got put on hold for over two years that the notices could not get sent mm-hmm. out on, boom, 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 they boom. Are. They're coming. Yeah. They're coming. They're coming. And then it, that piece is going to die down. Mm-hmm. And many of those people that get those notices are going to be able to recover. Mm-hmm. They're going to be able to save the homes. They're going to be able to get back uh, into the right position yeah. and then get moving forward again. So before the show's over, we're kind of starting to run out of time. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about options okay. to, let's say you want to get back in a good position, right? Okay. So what are some of the options? I haven't made a payment. I'm going to give you an example. Okay. Okay. So let's talk through this. I'm the I'm the borrower. Okay. And you're my loan officer or yes. you're my mortgage mom. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to call you my mortgage mom. That's fine. You're my, you're yeah. my consultant, you know? Okay. okay. So I'm calling you up and I'm saying, Hey, Heather, I own my house. Um, you know, my, my business folded, uh, during COVID because they shut me down. I couldn't go in. I'm a hairdresser. I couldn't work for months. Mm-hmm. I had just opened, literally opened my doors like two weeks before. And then all of a sudden we were shut down. Nobody could come in. I had all this overhead. I never got the opportunity to really get moving. I lost everything. Okay. Okay. Um, I haven't made a payment since 2020. Okay. I just got the letter in the mail and they're, I, I, I they're going to put me to auction at the end of July. Okay. What do I do? What do I do? So what's the first question that you ask me? My first question, usually when I'm on the phone with them, I'm going to see if I can pull up their notice of default so I know exactly what I'm talking with them about. Um, And I'm going to, my first option is I'm going to ask them, what is it that you want to do? Okay. You want to stay in your home. You want to keep your home. However, we do that. So I'm going to pull, try to pull up your notice of default if I can get it. If you have documentation, I'm going to probably ask you to email it to me so we can talk about it on the phone at the same time. So already have it scanned. Already have it scanned. And get it ready. I will go over it. I will explain it to the best of my ability to you. Um, You say, look, I just want to make my loan right. Okay. So my first option is, can we reinstate this loan? Now, several things come into play on that. One, will your lender allow it? And it's either a yes or no. If it's a no, dead in the water, cannot reinstate. If it's a yes, then I'm going to look at how much do you owe? If it's been quite some time, like since 2020, you're probably going to owe a pretty good chunk of money. Let's just 
call it 50,000. That's where I was going to go. I was going to 60,000. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my question to you will be, do you have those kind of funds that if we contact the bank and say, look, we want to reinstate this loan for this person, how much, what are we looking at as a payoff to reinstate? And they say, oh, it's $50,000. I'm going to say, Debbie, do you have $50,000? And you're going to say, no, I do not. Okay. So at that point, I'm going to say reinstatement is probably not an option. We can ask the bank, is there some way that we can, you know, work on a reinstatement, maybe a payment option, depending on how much equity you have, they're probably going to tell you no. Mm -hmm. um, so if reinstatement's a no-go, not going to work, then I'm going to look to see, okay, what are we looking at? Maybe getting a different type of a loan to take and pay off your current loan because we can't reinstate it. Kind of like new loan, refinance that current loan and what kind of loan is it and where will that loan take you to? Mm -hmm. Okay. So generally, if you're late on your payments, I know I can't do traditional lending with you because you got some late payments on there. Um, your credit's probably not that great because you've got some late payments going on there. I'm probably going to wind up having to look at hard money loans. Um, that seems pretty normal right now. A lot of people are, you know, oh my gosh, the rates of this Maybe, but you have to think about it this way. Okay, we don't have 50000 to reinstate. Our credit's not that great. We can't do a regular loan. We can't qualify for a regular loan. Or even if you can qualify, credit's not that great, what have you. If you're looking at a hard money loan, they are amazing in this situation, and I'll tell you why. One, they're quick. And you are under the gun as far as time goes, okay? Number two, yeah, the rate's going to be higher, but it's designed to be a temporary loan. Temporary. Yes. Temporary. We want to get you out of it as yes. soon as we can. It yes. is going to sting for a minute, okay? But, and you're going to have to take that higher rate. You're going to have to take the cost of the loan. Just swallow that pill. But no, in the next year, and it could be six months to 12 months, depending on where we go with it all, okay? Our goal is to get that credit up and get those payments on time so that we can refinance you into a traditional 30-year loan at that lower rate. But you have to understand in order to get to that final goal, you do kind of have to look at some of the outside ways of doing it. So is it possible? Yes. If you're like, I just can't make that payment with the hard money, or I, I just don't want to do that, after that, you know, if we've explored other options, which there generally aren't much of, then we yeah. look at selling the home. Yeah, and, and obviously we're going to make a phone call with you to see yep. if there's any possibility whatsoever of, like you said, a payment arrangement, yep. loan modification. Are yep. they willing to work with you, get you back on track, keep mm -hmm. you in the property? Yeah. That would be the ultimate number yes. one opportunity. Yeah. Number two opportunity would be, okay, they're not willing to do any of that with you. You've got to get them paid off by mm -hmm. a certain date. So now we're going to explore the... Uh, hard money situation. Can yeah. we get you a loan that would temporarily, yep. temporarily <laughs> save the yeah. property, get you, get you all caught up, get them off your back, mm -hmm. knowing that you have homework. You yes. are going to be working with us for the next year to get your credit score as high as possible, mm -hmm. make every single payment on time that we can document mm -hmm. and get you out of that hard money loan, get yeah. you refinanced and into better terms. Right. So that would be option number two. Mm -hmm. Option number three is that you might need to sell the home. Yeah. Unfortunately, if you have equity in your property, letting the bank take your home back is absolutely crazy. Mm -hmm. That is crazy people talk, crazy people thought. <laughs> yeah. Everybody has money in their home. Even if you just bought it and you bought it for 
you know, three and a half or 4% down, if you can sell that house and walk away with nothing, with zero, Mm -hmm. you are saving yourself from a foreclosure on your credit report. That means that you are going to have the opportunity again down the road very, very quickly to go buy another house. If you let that home foreclose, you could easily be looking at seven to 10 years before you will be able to obtain good financing. So are there loans out there for people that have had a foreclosure Mm -hmm. in the last couple of years and want to buy again? Absolutely. Do you want to know what those interest rates are? (laughs) No, you don't. Um, Can we do it for you? Yes, Yes. we can. Uh, We've got just about every single option product and program under our roof, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. And that is why we're the team that you want to call. However, is that the financing and the programs and the products that you want? Certainly not if you have the opportunity to avoid it. Mm -hmm. So is staying in your home the most important thing? Yes, in my opinion, yes. Do whatever you can do to save it. Call us, let us help you. Um, We've got consultation services that we can help you with. So we are going to, number one, free consultation. Yes. We're gonna talk to you. We're gonna make phone calls with you. We're gonna see what we can do to figure out what is your opportunity Mm -hmm. from there then if you wanted to try to get our help with getting a modification done if you wanted to get our help with the hard money you want to get our help with whatever that it might be we can walk you down the path and help you get to that finish line Mm -hmm. so you just have to give us a call talk to us let us walk you through what are your options what are the opportunities and then you you obviously have to make some decisions from there we can't make the decisions for you Mm -hmm. Uh, but what we can do is if you do have to sell uh, we do have real estate agents in all all of the areas where we work mm-hmm. who have all agreed to take reduced commissions for our clients for our listeners so something that you don't have to go and try to negotiate with a real estate agent and try to you know bring them down on numbers we've already done that piece of the puzzle for you which can be stressful it can be. It mm-hmm. absolutely can be. Uh, the other thing is we've already negotiated, uh, pre-negotiated the reduced escrow fees to try to help you as well as a seller to walk away with as much cash as you can possibly walk away with in your pocket to get yourself put on the right foot, get yourself started moving forward in the right direction again. So our services blanket everything all things real estate i've said that for years now Um, mortgage mom radio is about you know your family and your future come first and i've always said that as well it's our slogan Mm -hmm. Uh, we want to make sure we're getting you in the right direction we want to keep you in your home we don't care if we're doing a loan for you we'll help you get it modified Mm -hmm. we'll help you pay them off if we have to with the hard money we'll help you get it sold for reduced costs and fees if you're just a normal seller looking to move and you want to sell go buy something else those fees if you're our listener you you listen to mortgage mom radio those are yours uh, to take advantage of as well so i hope you guys gained some information today i hope that this helped somebody that might be in this position that might need this opportunity and might need our help getting there give us a call it's the best way to reach the office it's 844-935-3634 that's 844 we lend for you That's W-E-L-E-N-D 
and the number four. You want to know when we go live so you can actually interact and do the show with us? <laughs> Text that same telephone number, the word MOM, M-O-M. That's 844-935-3634. That'll get you opted into my once a week text message to let you know that the show's on. Uh, if you guys want to come out to the next workshop. Now, listen. Even if you guys are in Washington or Vegas or Texas or Nevada, wherever you might mm -hmm. be, uh, we will, we're offering it virtually as well. So even if you can't come out and do wine and cheese with us, you can still <laughs> jump online and you can watch it and be part of, uh, part of the program. So just text RSVP or workshop, whichever word you remember, <laughs> both work to 844-935-3634. Get your ticket, and then if you want to be virtual, text us virtual, and we will make sure that you get the information that you need. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. We hope we brought you lo lots of new information, and we'll be back again next, next week. week. <laughs> See you all then. Bye. Bye-bye. Vivian Marcuse, -bye. licensed by the Department of Financial Institutions, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504. Florida, LO76508. Georgia, 69178. Idaho, Nevada, 57237. Oregon, Tennessee, 184373. Texas, Washington, MLO237926. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done. When you're in need and don't know where to go. Pick up the phone and call mom.